This season of the Urban Conservative Podcast is brought to you by Newton for Senate, working to improve education, reduce taxes, and keep North Carolina number one for business. Find out more at newtonforsenate.com. This episode of the Urban Conservative has also been sponsored by Case Technology Consulting. Help your business get value out of its data and become more efficient and streamlined. Case Technology Consulting. Check out the link in the description. Episode of Top of the Morning is brought to you by Edward Jones Financial Advisor Kelly Harmon, providing you with well-researched guidance backed by Edward Jones' extensive team and technology that help you prepare for retirement, children's education, or other financial goals. Call 252-473-1006 or visit the link on the screen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's time for Top of the Morning, the best 30-minute morning show on the internet. Of course, you are joined by the TUC Twins. I'm Raheem Architect Soto, joined by my twin brother, Adul Ali. Top of the Morning, sir. Top of the morning to you, bro, and to everybody joining us via Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you are listening at. Drop us a comment. Let us know where you're watching from so we can give you a shout out. Hope everybody had a fantastic, wonderful, and amazing Father's Day weekend. Um, yo, I just saw a post earlier about Father's Day, bro. And the mm-hmm. question <laughs> and the question was, how many fathers actually single fathers go, well, I'm a mother too, and, and celebrate Mother's Day? How many of those guys do that? I haven't heard that wild stuff yet. I haven't haven't heard one of those two. I haven't heard that. Okay. I haven't heard that. No, okay, yeah. And I'm on the Elgato, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to head over to the website, tuconservative.com is where you can get yourself one of these right here. You can get yourself one of them tiny t-shirts or mug or whatever else you so desire. You can also sponsor the podcast by visiting tuconservative.com. Shouts out to all our partners, our underwriters, our sponsors, and all the folks that support us. All 800 and what are we at? 875,000 people this month alone over on IG and, and, and across social media. So shouts out to all of you folks. Um, and make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcast from. So I want to start off. I wanted to bash. Just because you said it. Just because you said it, I'm going to do it. But anyway, guys, their podcast is like not popular. Like, look at the number. <laughs> Yo, their podcast is not popular. Like, they're not popular. We got to stop them. We can't, like, let them be popular. Like, <laughs> y'all, that's hilarious to me, bro. I know, I know, I know. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna give these uh, salty folks the uh, the uh, the light anymore. I'm not even gonna. Hundred ninety five thousand people support what we're doing. So yeah, at least in the last thirty days they have. At least in the last thirty days, but you know we ain't doing our numbers. But anywho, <laughs> anywho, mugshot for the day, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. This I know you're proud of this one. I know you're proud of that one. Hold on. I love it. No matter what life throws at you, at least you don't have ugly kids. <laughs> I gotta say, we don't have ugly kids. Like, it, I mean, you know, if you're offended by the fact that you could potentially be one of the people that have ugly kids, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Sorry you feel that way. But everybody's beautiful inside. <laughs> everybody's beautiful on the inside. 
<laughs> Everyone's beautiful under God, right? That God, we're all God's babies. So there you go. There you go. Uh, yo, what are we starting out with this morning, bro? I don't know. I, I wanted to, I wanted to like Juneteenth agitates me for the record. <laughs> it just every what year. Do you mean? What do you mean? Black History Month and Juneteenth agitate me. They agitate me. Like those. Okay. <laughs> this well, agitation. Well, because it's a tad disingenuous. So okay. marketing, it's, it's, it's okay. So we supposed to learn American history all year long, right? Sure. So the idea that you're going to whittle Black History Month, I need a White History Month. That's what I need. What about I need a Chinese a, History Month? I need a Chinese History Month. So what I'm saying is it's a tad disingenuous. Uh, the idea of Juneteenth, you have this is why it agitates me, is because Democrats should not be permitted to celebrate it. It shouldn't well, be allowed. About, here's my question. What about the slaves that were not free in places like Delaware after yo after the juneteenth thing what about those places yeah uh, just democrats shouldn't be allowed to celebrate it though okay yeah did not vote in favor of freeing anyone Ooh, good let's just 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 let's knock off the malarkey y'all did y'all party was not in favor of freeing a damn soul wow. not one not when it came down to the votes and we if we pull the numbers right if we yeah. go by the numbers and we go pull up the votes, the Democrats who voted 100% in favor to not free the slaves. So I don't understand how y'all get to celebrate Juneteenth now. I don't don't understand that to me and to me only. It's a Republican holiday. It's an abolitionist holiday. It's not a Democrat slaveholder KKK holiday. That makes no. sense to me. No, that's, that's why it, that, that's why it agitates me because then you get all this red, black, and green malarkey, and you know, other like, hey, hey, make the connection for me. I don't get it. I, I personally don't get it. I, I don't. I don't understand. It's it. it's, it's just annoying. But twenty one people shot and killed apparently celebrating Juneteenth. At least one person was killed and twenty two others wounded. Thing, I didn't actually. Come on, Coco. I didn't actually think that was a thing. I, I, I could not. I, are you serious? At least one person was killed and 22 others wounded in the shooting just after midnight Sunday at a large Juneteenth celebration in a small strip mall parking lot in Willowbrook, Illinois, southwest of Chicago. Deputies from the DuPage County Sheriff's Office heard gunfire around 1230 a.m. and responded to an area where a large gathering of folks was happening, said Eric Swanson, the deputy chief of the sheriff's office at a news conference on here's Sunday. Thing, here's my thing. Here's my thing, right? I never understood this. Like MLK Day, Juneteenth, like, why is that an impetus to go to the club? Like, why is this an impetus to have a party? Like, yo, like, that's I what I don't know, but that's why I said it's annoying. Day, you find people in the club and they like, yo, I'm we going to the party. I'm like, that's not what this is about. But it kind of is. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's why it's so frustrating. We having a Juneteenth barbecue, not a Juneteenth solemn day of remembrance. Not none of that. You have to make church service. Like, no. Well, I mean, some people probably have church services, but not that. The wide thing is what you see, what you're hearing. It's like we're gonna get together and we're gonna send like pseudo riot over Juneteenth. I don't even understand in 2023 how y'all can have a Juneteenth celebration and then say that America is inherently racist and celebrate the freeing of this. Like, you, you, it's a mental wait, 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 issue. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. 
Wait. Wait. Hold on. How can you celebrate Juneteenth today and then tomorrow you go, well, you know, because America is a racist country. Where you can celebrate the freeing of slaves. I'm confused. Hi, yo, my head hurts now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have to we have to we have to do this one more time. We have to do this one more time. We have to do this one more time. Before we get off this June thing, um we have to do this one more time. Okay, we have to do this 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 right now. We have to do right now. All right, I'm gonna share this chat. For the record, for the record, what my brother just said, and, 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 y'all, I'm not saying they took this from us. I'm not saying this was our secret knowledge, bro, but yo, all of a sudden, since we've been running around talking about this caser suit and Anthony Johnson, and I gotta, I gotta correct Brandon Tatum on something. Because the guy from Blexit said, you know, who is the first legal, first legal slave owner in the United States? And then he went to the caser suit and I was like, yeah, bro. You clearly are are not understanding that there was no United States when the Caser suit happened. I'm gonna stay out of this one because I have, when you know, I was always told and not, you know, got nothing nice to I'm say. Saying, I heard them. I heard Brandon Tatum say, you know, the first legal slave owner in the United States was a black man, and I'm like, yeah, bro, there was no United States in the 1600s. Well, all I wanted to highlight, all I wanted to highlight here was was this right here. I wanted to highlight. Though the caser suit was the first person who was declared a slave in a civil case, there were both black and white indentured servants sentenced to lifetime servitude before him. So this idea that somehow black people own slavery is ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's stupid. Uh, yo, and I, I have to agree with Brother Frank's point here because this is equally stupid. Yeah, but you would think it's less likely. Hold on, Ali, but it should be you if it should be less likely. I don't disagree with Brother Frank. I don't disagree with him all at all. At night, not even a little bit. He's absolutely one million percent correct. Comma, however, yo, can't we get a day of like Juneteenth isn't the celebration of war? (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't even know why you brought the guns. To the Juneteenth party. Why did you bring? Uh, I don't even want to say it makes sense on the 4th of July because it don't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But, but I can see a few. I can see. Yo, shouts out to the real Brian Glaze Gibbs on the check-in. Make sure to head over to his YouTube channel and check him out. Uh, but I, I don't disagree with you, brother Frank. You're right. You're absolutely 100 million percent correct on that. But I'm just saying, why would you? why would you bring the guns to the Juneteenth party is my question. For what? It's supposed to be a day of peace and all this other stuff. So what are you bringing the guns for? But anyway, I had to share that, Ali, because this notion that somehow we as black people are the sole owners of slavery is ridiculous. It's just not historically accurate. Right. And it's just not a thing. That's not a thing. Even Uh here, white people were slaves. White people were slaves, too. I think for us, bro, coming from where we come from and having gone through what we went through to kind of come to this political understanding before we jump off of this topic, one of the biggest things we had to do was disassociate ourselves from the emotional feeling that came along with the the push of slavery, with that whole mentality, like the idea that I'm going to be mad about something. And who was it? I just saw. I just I was 
I was just somewhere and the guy was like, you know, we could talk about slavery because we lived it. And I'm like, we, my dude, you look like you like 55, 60. You didn't live through slavery. You didn't live through that. So I like this whole idea that because our ancestors directly experience something we by virtue of that now experience that oh let me shoot let me shoot this at you because it's in our genetic memory so so then then if your uncle or your grandparent or somebody was a pedophile that's in your genetic memory too sir (laughs) i'm just asking because if it worked for one thing it got to work for the other thing it got to if it worked like that it just worked like that yeah, the majority of slaves, yes, there was other slaves, that's American history. Yeah, the majority of slaves here, though, that's that's the whole thing. And, and you know, again, not to get off on this, bro, the biggest thing is to not, the, the antebellum slave trade, the southern slave trade did not exist in a vacuum. And one thing that I point out to people right now is black people are enslaved right now, right now, not here, not in this country. But if you go to Africa right now, you go to the Middle East, Right now, they're in sl- they're sex trading them, they're in uh, human trafficking them, and they're in slavery right now. What China is doing to some of these African nations is tantamount to slavery. But, ladies and gentlemen, at the fifteen minute mark, you are checking out top. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to stop this. Oh, we he just slid this. me right off. He just slid me right off the thing. Let's thing. Just, I was- let's just pop this up here because then we can go to commercial after this. Can you All can right. you read this, please? All right, oh, let me come on, this. get this out of here. Yeah, I need that. Out here. Hold on, let me let me let me uh, get my screen out of the way. Myth: Slavery is a product of capitalism. Fact: Slavery is older than the first human records. Myth: Slavery is a product of Western civilization. Slavery is virtually a universal institution. Myth: Slavery is non-Western world was a mild, benign, and non-economic institution. Fact: Slaves were always subject to torture, sexual exploitation, and arbitrary death. Myth: Slavery was economically backward and inefficient institution. Fact. Many of the most progressive societies in the world had slaves. Another myth, slavery was based on race. Not until, wait, pow, bing, bop. I I just had to throw it up there because it's the facts and then there's this stuff that people have been taught and then repeat so many times and made part of their, the fiber of their being. Like the idea until the 15th century was slavery associated primarily with people of African descent. New World slave trade exclusively from West Africa. Half of all New World slaves came from Central Africa. Mm. Europeans physically enslaved Africans or hired mercenaries who captured people for export or that African rulers were Holocaust to betters who themselves to blame for the slave trade. The fact is that Europeans did engage in some slave trading. The majority slave raiding. Slave raiding. The majority of people who were transported to the Americas were enslaved by Africans in Africa. Many slaves were captured with nets. There's no evidence that, like the roots joints, we threw the net on them. (laughs) Go ahead, keep going. Let's let's just finish this up. There's no evidence that slaves were captured with nets. War was the most important source of enslavement. Mainly African tribes fighting other African tribes. Kidnapping was the usual means of enslavement was a myth. No, war was the most important cause of enslavement. It would be incorrect to reduce all of these wars to slave raids. Myth. The Middle Passage stripped out enslaved Africans of their cultural heritage and transformed them into docile, passive figures who wholly wholly receptive to the cultural inputs of their masters. Fact. Slaves engaged in at least 250 shipboard rebellions. 
slavery in the Americas. Most slaves were imported into what is now the United States. That is a myth. That's a myth. 90% of slaves from Africa were imported into the Caribbean and South America. Myth. Slavery played a marginal role in the history of America. Fact. Slave later made it profitable to mine for precious metal and to harvest sugar, indigo, and tobacco. Slaves taught whites how to raise such crops as rice and indigo. Myth. Europeans arrived in the New World in far larger number than did Africans. Fact, before 1820, the number of Africans outstripped the, the combined total of European immigrants by a ratio of three to four or five to one. Another myth, the first slaves arrived in what is now the United States in 1619. Fact, slaves arrived in Spanish Florida at, at, at least a century before 1619 and recently uncovered census shows that blacks were present in Virginia before 1619. And we got the, we just talked about that. The slave trade uh, permanently broke slaves bonds with Africa. The fact is slaves were able to draw upon their African cultural background and experiences and use them as a basis for life in the new world. Myth. Plantation life with its harsh labor, unstable families, and high mortality made it difficult for Africans to construct social ties. Fact, African nations persisted in America well into the 18th century and even into the 19th. Myth, masters assigned names to slaves or slaves imitated master's system of naming. Fact, slaves were rarely named for owners. Naming patterns appear to have reflected African practices such as giving of the custom of giving children day names after the day they were born and namesaking, such as naming children after grandparents. Okay, that's fair. Slaveholders ought to... Um, Smith. Uh, Slaveholders sought to deculturate slaves by forbidding African names and languages, obliterating African culture. Fact. While deculturation was a part of the project of slavery, African music, dance, decoration, design, cuisine, and religion exerted a profound ongoing influence on American culture. Fact. Slaves adapted religious rites and perpetuated a rich tradition of folklore. Slave of myth, slaveholders lost money and were more interested in status than money-making. Slaves did little productive work. The fact, slaves worked longer days, more days, and more of their life. Another myth, slavery was incompatible with urban life and factory technology. Fact, sugar mills were the first true factories in the world. Slaves were widely used in cities in various kinds of manufacturing class. Crafts. Another myth, slaves engaged almost exclusively in unskilled British field labor. But the fact is, much of the labor performed by slaves required high skill levels and careful painstaking effort. And another fact, mastered relied on slaves for skilled craftsmanship. This is interesting. Myth, West and Central Africans received their first exposure to Christianity in the New World. The fact is, Catholic missionary activities began in Central African Kingdom of Congo half a century before Columbus's voyages to, of discovery and Congo converted to, oh, you're done, 1491. A sizable community of African Christians developed around Portuguese settlement. Yo, bro, we could keep going. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessary at this point. And Frank, Yo, hold on. Nah, see what I'm saying? See, 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 see. I can't stand when people do that, though. It's ridiculous. Who said that, bro? Why are you? Why is you letting the cognitive dissonance and the uncomfortability of the facts get to your emotions? 
The facts are the facts. No one on here said it was pleasant to be a slave. If you, I will give you a hundred dollars if you can rewind this show and tell either one of us where we said it was pleasant to be a slave or slavery was good or the slaves had it good. No, it's just the facts are kicking your ass right now. That's what's happening. And you don't like them and you don't have to like them. They still going to be the facts. They going to be the facts, whether you like them or not. Keep going. All right, let's do a couple more just because. All right. Myth. Upon arrival in Latin America, slaves were given hasty instruction in complex foreign religion in a language they could barely understand. The fact, a certain number of slaves were baptized Christians and others were familiar with Christianity. And I'm gonna, I'm just going to stop right there. Two words for you. You ready? When they talk about Christianity coming to Africa by way of the European. Oh, no, I'm done. Do they pray to Alex Haley? <laughs> Ha and ha. Ha. I got two words for you. I got two words for you. You ready for it? Uh, well, four words. Ready? What? Coptic church, number one. Oh, second wow. One got, second one I got for you is Ethiopian Christianity. <laughs> you want to talk, talk about ancient Christianity, you got to go to the Coptics and you got to go to Ethiopia. Now, myth. Before the Civil War, Southern churches were highly oh. segregated. Let me go to this last one. In 1860, slaves constituted about 26% of Southern Baptist church membership. Myth, slave Christianity was a, essentially a religion of docility. Fact, Christianity was dual-edged and marked by millennialist possibilities. Whites could not prevent black teachers from turning Christianity into a source of self-respect and faith. You're done, bud. Hold on. Christianity came from Africa, bro. You are totally incorrect. You're so wrong. It's not even funny how wrong that is. The argument could be made. Now, this is a field of study that I thoroughly, you know, the, the work we put oh, yeah, in. We, can't, we, 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 we wait for these conversations. We're not going to do it now, but go ahead. Go for it. No, 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 no. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just a little bit. We got five seconds. Go. All right. All I'm going to say, all I'm going to do is point you if you, if. Where were the first people called Christians? That's all I'm going to say. If the first, if the first instance of people being called Christian is not in Africa, you're done. Does anybody know where the first group of people were called Christians and who that, who that, all I'm going to say is, all I'm, all I'm going to say is soteriology. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And obviously, obviously clearly respectfully he doesn't know what that is he doesn't he's gonna google it right now then act like he knew which is what people do i'm gonna google it look it up real quick and then go i knew what that was no you don't you don't know what that is because you wouldn't have made that statement if you knew it if you knew what soteriology was you wouldn't have said christianity came from africa you wouldn't have said that if you knew what the serapis cult was you wouldn't say that you wouldn't say that there's no way all right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back we got some more stuff for top of the morning we spent way too much time on this (laughs) we didn't didn't get to the other stuff all right we're gonna cover this maryland mayor next we're gonna take a quick 30 second break we'll be right back top of the morning no one away Just because you're black doesn't mean you have to vote Democrat. This year, in order to see benefits for our communities, we need to vote outside the box. Find out more by visiting us at TUConservative.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on top of the morning. Best 30-minute morning show on the interwebs. You're joined by the TUC twins. I'm Raheem Architect Soto, joined by that guy up there, Adul Ali, and... um, the Maryland mayor, man, this guy. No, 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 this no, 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 no. Stop. We got that wrong. It's the governor. 
the governor? No, it's the mayor. I thought it was no, the mayor. No, bro. That is the, the entire whole live governor, bro. Why did I, I say mayor? Okay, we got to reword this. this mayor, was but there he goes right there. That's the governor. Yo, I got to tell you something, Sam. Dudes like him weird me out, bro. Like that, the the entire no hair except for your eyebrows on your face, bro. That weirds me bro, out. Bro, chill. He could have alopecia, man. You don't. Know, you know, hair. It still weirds me out. He could have. Is it that alopecia? Is that what they call it? Alopecia. He could have. He could have Jada Pinkett. He could have Jada Pinkett. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, bro. Listen, Mister Tariq Nasheed Jr. We not doing that, bro. You know, the Umar Johnson or the, the school of thought y'all come from is just hysterical, bro. You gotta right, stop. Listen. You gotta stop listening to YouTube videos to start doing research, bro. But anyway, go with this story. Go with the story. Governor Westmore, a Democrat, said in an interview that the country's recent string of book bans is castrating. Yeah, I, I got to pull up the definition of castrating right Can now. Please pull up the definition of castrate. Maryland Governor Westmore said in an interview that the country's recent string of book bans is castrating children because children should be reading about getting oral sex. They should be. That's what they should be doing in third grade or fourth grade, right? Like, like, like it's, it's, oh. What you got there, buddy? To okay. deprive a male animal or person of the testes. So now you're going to have to explain to me how banning a book about sexual activity in a school is taking away the genitals of a, the, the testicles of a male. You're going to have to explain oh. that. What was the so statement? Go ahead. Systems across the country have been hit by pressure from parents and conservative lawmakers to ban books that contain certain themes, including LGBTQIA plus and African American history and literature. That is so disingenuous. I, I am waiting for disingenuous, I'm, bro. I'm waiting for his scandal. There's always a scandal when when these guys come out with this stuff. There's always a scandal. In an interview on MSNBC, host Jen Psaki asked more for his thoughts on recent book bans, and this is what he said. I continue hearing people making the argument that we're doing it because we want to prevent our students from having discomfort or guilt. He told Psaki, because we don't want our students to be able to really wrestle with these really difficult things in times when they are maturing as individuals and difficult historical points. But the thing I realized and I want to speak about is that it's actually not, not true. It's a guise. It's not about making kids feel uncomfortable. It's about telling other kids that they shouldn't understand their own power. In other words, white kids are bad. All white kids are racist. If you're a white kid, you're somehow an oppressor. If you're a white kid, you can't possibly fathom or understand what it means to go through a struggle you have white privilege and on the obverse of that if you're a black kid you're automatically oppressed because of the past and you're automatically less than and these white kids should we should be telling you that says the guy who is elected as the governor of fucking maryland bro <laughs> like come on man I don't have that much energy to shave all of the hair off of my face, bro. I'm like, just staring at his face like, like none of that. Sounds like, like an army thing, though, a military thing. Nah. So the, the the thing is, apparently in politics, the American public likes their politicians clean shaven. 
it's apparently the thing. If you notice, you don't see too many guys in Congress that are have goatees and beards and all that kind of thing because that, uh, allegedly they, the American public likes their their uh, uh, candidates clean shaven. Uh, you wear the navy suit. You wear the navy blue suit if you want to put forth. Oh, a and thing. you have to do the hand gestures and the. the, 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 the... <laughs> All right, give me, give me, I'm gonna make you full screen. Give me your best politic hands for 10 seconds. Ready? Seriously, jargony politics hands in five, four, three, two. And we, as a people, need to do our best to continue to work together to bring forth the work that we've been doing in such a way that allows us to complete the mission, which is to work towards our betterment. And oh, you gave him the pinchy fingers. I was gonna yeah, see if you did it. I was gonna see if there was a pinchy finger. You gotta give him the. So, so listen, this guy's a jackass. You could be you could be a governor and a jackass. You know that, right? You can't say that because he's black and it's Juneteenth. You can't say that. <laughs> Bro's a jackass. You can't say that. Yo, 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 listen, listen, listen. Keeping inappropriate age inappropriate material out of classrooms is not castrating anyone. It's actually yeah, right, bro. But you know what though? You know what it is? Is he a Democrat? Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely, every bit of one. There's something called special interest, right? And mm-hmm. as much as as much as we're involved in politics, and as as involved as we are, we refuse to be forced to do anything because of special interest on either side of the the aisle, on either side of an issue, right? Mm-hmm. Money, money, campaign power, campaign money, uh, the idea of reelection, political pressure. These things are really real. The yep. phone calls, the phone calls that we get, the the things that we sometimes are, but I can more say you get because you know they don't they don't even bother me anymore. They'd be like, he's not with it, right? He's just don't even call Raheem with the nonsense, right? But you've gotten those phone calls. Hey, we want you to sit out, and you know we're thinking that you should, and hey, you know, and if you come on board with this agenda, and you know we'll be able to. <laughs> You're like, no, no so absolutely I'm, not. I think there's a, a big, uh, these folks can't actually believe this, right? He can't actually believe this nonsense that no, no, putting no, no, this. Wow. He actually does. He actually can. The The problem with this is the, the suggestion is that by taking LGBTQ materials out of the classroom, we're not equipping our children. Here's my thing. If you go to any given state that's a Democrat-ran state, just go to and pick one. Just use any Democrat-ran state. Let's look at the reading and math scores. Let, the, you want to give these kids books about just graphic sexual stuff, but they can barely read. All right, hold on, 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 hold on. See, this is this is what I'm saying. This is how you know he has the special interest. Is on pause. No, 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 uh, no pun intended. But they on his ass. Right. Human rights campaign congratulates Wes Moore as he makes history as the first black governor of Maryland. Right. Today, the humans. Now, if you go back and you look at who the human rights campaign is, read this. It's a new day in Maryland as Wes Moore stands poised to become the state's first black governor. It shouldn't have taken this long for this barrier to fall, but the day has arrived and we celebrate it. We also celebrate the onset of an administration that will. Not looking. 
embrace the LGTB let's get beers, tacos, and quesadillas equality that one will ensure the extremist rhetoric and legislation that has been seen in other states can't gain a foothold in Maryland. The Let's Get Beers, Tacos, and Quesadillas Plus voters are among the fastest growing voting blocks in the country as Governor Westmore will protect our rights and freedoms. Hold on, son. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I can't. Yo, son. I just went to the HR Human Rights Campaign website, and the first daggone thing that pops up is that. Lick my cone, baby. Lick my cone, baby. <laughs> yeah. Happy Pride! Stick your tongue out. Let's do some softcore porn on our website. Yo, let me ask you a question. 100% of your purchase fuels... Why does the ice cream gotta be brown? Come on, y'all. Come on. Fuels the fight for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer equality. What are they not equal to? I don't understand. Like, I don't... I don't I'm don't. i never gonna understand. You're never gonna understand. I don't understand it. It's never then, gonna be... A while we're talking on this... The, the the thing that pisses me off is you go like this, right? You look at that guy right there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yo, look, Brother Frank asks, do they actually say white people are bad and black people are good? Now that's crazy. Yeah, that's I don't exactly think you're, you're, you're that's exactly what they're teaching. That you are what what's interesting is that they want to perpetuate the idea of victimhood onto black children. They don't want to teach black children that like we learned growing up, slavery happened, then it stopped. <laughs> like that, that, that's what we learned. Slavery happened in America. Then there was a war and then it stopped. Then there was reconstruction. Then there was the civil rights movement. What's wrong with that? What, what, why do, what, what, what's the problem with that? Where are we running what, into an what, issue? What's wrong with saying your skin color has nothing to do with your ability to exceed and to succeed in this country? Well, if you, because if you take that away, that what happens is that some of these people have their identities caught up in this. Mm. Their whole identities caught up in the fact that, you know, I can't make it as a black man in this country because of what happened. And that's their excuse for not being shit. That's your excuse to, to have an out when shit gets too hard and you have to pull yourself your, yourself up by your bootstraps. When, when it gets too hard, you can rely back on the, the victimization. So when you take that away, now you're just a lazy fuck. <laughs> That's just what happens. I was, go, I was sitting there going, okay, so you mean to tell me at some point as we were building our company and getting to the point of having a successful and viable business like we have now and through every iteration of that at some point we could have tapped out and be like yo man we just can't do it because the white man <laughs> we could have did that and people would have bought that no we 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 could have did that but it would have it something in us would not allow us to do that ali the fact that no matter what we had to struggle through to get to the point where we have a viable company that takes care of our day to day, right? Whether there's 20 million people watching us or seven, right? our company's our company and the numbers are the numbers, right? We could have tapped out. We could have tapped out when people get in the comment section and say, you know, say, oh, whatever they say, right? I, I, listen, we respect everybody's, we respect the fact that people have their point of view. <laughs> like, that's just what we, we do. Comma, however, comma, however, comma, however, there's no room for victimization. There's no reason to teach any child that mm -mm. they don't have an opportunity to do great things in this country. There's no reason to promote that ideology. There's no reason to put overt sexualization and, 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 uh, I can't even say it cause we on YouTube, but there's, 
There's no reason to put that stuff into textbooks in the schools. It's un, it's indecent. Okay, it's indecent. So yeah. if you're promoting, we're not, saying, we're not saying if you're in the LGBT community that that's something wrong with you. That's not what we're Hold saying. On. We're not even saying we're not even saying that LGBTQ plus writers, authors, educators. Listen, what does it matter what your sexual preference is? When it's two plus two and it's in 1776 and 1492 and 1965 Civil Rights Act and these are the amendments to the Constitution and this chemical with this chemical makes this reaction. Where does that you like? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever you like. Where does that come into the equation? It shouldn't. It doesn't, it shouldn't. And that's the argument. So anybody on the other side of that argument has to make a rational one. And it's irrational to suggest that not allowing overt sexual content into our school libraries is somehow disenfranchising black children. It's ridiculous, it's stupid, and it's asinine. Hold on. Here's the interesting thing, right? Here's the interesting thing about Frank's uh, brother Frank's comment here. LGBTQ plus is the most protected group of people in America. They get laws. They got laws to protect them. Here's the interesting thing about this. What you see on your screen is actually a whole live man. That's a whole live man right there. That's a man. That's, that's a he. That's a him. That's a, 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 a twig and berries. That's a, a frank and beans. That's a, a apple with some seeds right there, bro. That's what. Yeah, but that's, my thing is, why can't we recognize that there's a mental issue? There's a mental health issue when you put them when you put on them long ass nails and you do your face like that, and then I'm supposed to call you ma'am? No, I'm not. So listen, these transgender advocates have been taking the identity of women piece by piece, which is a fact. And now they're trying to wrap the cause in the identity of black Americans who were slaves in the 1800s. They're calling it the Rainbow Underground Railroad. Bob McCraney, a real estate broker in Dallas, Texas, is offering help to transgender advocates to flee from states like Texas, where legislators have adopted popular laws to protect kids from transgenderism. We're trying to get people out quietly and get them someplace where they feel safer yo here's the thing leave the goddamn kids out of it leave the kids alone yo if you're 18 19 20 year old and you want to chop off your twig and berries sir if you're an 18 19 20 year old woman and you want to hack off your mammary glands ma'am by all means but why involve the kids why did you see the shirt black trans lives matter the black underground Railroad. i don't have a choice how I was born. You don't have a choice that you were born with you melanin in your skin that reacts and absorbs the old. You don't have a choice. What you do have a choice about is what you shove in your bum, though. You do have a choice about that. <laughs> mm. Hold on. Oh, hold my on, God. Holy on. fucking Jesus Christ, bro. Hold on. Now, bro, you tap out an NCGOP vice chair when times got tough for you. Yo, yo, yo. Can I tell him? Can I tell him? <sighs> Frank, you need to call us, bro. I'm not even going to do this. Don't do this on the show. You need to call my brother. Because you, what you're doing is called talking out your ass. That's what we call that in the hood. You talking out your ass. You have no idea what you're talking about. No I'm, clue. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I didn't see you at the convention, bro. So I'm oh, say, I didn't wow. see you at the convention, bro. Like I, I hear all that, but I didn't see you at the convention. And the fact of the matter is, is, is this. Now I didn't get 
Sometimes as a leader, you have to take take stock of what's valuable, what when to fight, where to fight, and how to fight. One of the things you learn in the military, you learn in the army, is sometimes it's better to retreat. Sometimes it's better to go back and re- redraw battle, battle plans. In the particular case of me backing out, I could have fought for the seat, but for what, Frank? Like to do what? I, I'm the vice chair now, and I got, nah, 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 nah. The work don't stop. So the fact of the matter is, I, don't, I ain't even going to get into that, bro. No, nah, now we have to get into it. Now it has to be gotten into in this last five minutes here. Yeah, can you I, explain I, Can you explain to Frank what happened and how it happened? For those who don't know what happened at the NCGOP convention, and I'm going to need you to pull up the video that's on Facebook um, of your speech at the convention. So, right. But respectfully, Frank, you talking out your ass, bro. Like that's called just you just running your mouth to run your mouth. You have no idea what you're talking about. And that that is becoming a pattern. Like it's a pattern of you saying things where you don't know what the hell you're talking about. So what's going to happen, Ali, is I'm going to start ignoring his comments because I don't know where these people get this stuff from. Like, it's ridiculous. All right. So I got the video pulled up. Yeah, here, right? Pull up the video, please. All right. Hold on. I got the video. Ridiculous. People just be talking right. to talk. Like, no right clue here. what they're talking about. You see it? Yeah, go ahead. Pull it up. I announced a few months back my intention to run for vice chair of this wonderful party. And the first phone call, or one of the first phone calls I made was to our existing vice chair. Stop it. I said, Susan, I'm going to run a clean campaign. Pause it. Pause it. Did you hear what he just said, Frank? When he decided to run, I was the first phone call. I was the first phone call. I'm not saying I was the first to know because obviously his wife and his family at the immediate at the house had to know what he was going to do. I was the first phone call. Susan Mills was probably the second or third phone call. The current vice chair. Hey, Susan, respectfully, go ahead, play it. Because we got to go point for point. I merit to why I believe I should have this seat, but I was to our existing vice chair. And I said, Susan, I'm going to run a clean campaign. I'm going to run on the merit to why I believe I should have this seat, but I'm not going to run against you. I'm running for a seat. Stop it. Now, do you understand what that means, Brother Frank? I'm not running against you. I'm running for a seat. See, you have this anti-white bias thing going on, whereas the white system, clearly you have this going on, but we don't. We don't. And that you're when you say we're not the same because we don't hate white people or have this animus against white people or the American system. We are different in that respect. So keep going. Folks, it's been a rough couple of months. This party, as we just saw yesterday, we went through a whole lot. We didn't get to something. Now. If you were at the convention or if you were like me and traveled the entire state of North Carolina, almost all 100 counties, if you knew what I knew about this state, this county convention cycle for the North Carolina Republican Party, it was rough across the state. There was a lot of things that went bad across the state and the state convention, unfortunately, due to the failure of the app, due to the timing issues, the time constraints and things like that, we did not get to a vice chair's race. We did not even get to the point of nomination speeches or anything like that. Things we wanted to get to. But I tell you why I did this and why all of us, I have this first principle agreement with everybody in this room because I believe... Stop. What is the first principle agreement that you had with everybody in the room? Because Frank seems to know everything, damn thing. Please I, go. 
the first principle agreement that I have, not just in that room, but in any room that I go in and work with with Republicans, is that I believe we are all there for the right reason. I don't I don't take people and say, you're only here to get a piece of power. You're only here for a position. You're only here to make money. No, my first principle agreement is I'm here and I believe that you're here for the right reason. That the Republican Party is the only thing standing between the utter destruction of this country and saving. I don't drive around, Susan doesn't drive around, you all don't spend your money because you don't believe in what we're doing here. In the spirit of that, and because I don't think we need any more divisiveness. We Pause it. That's why he did. Can you understand when to retreat and say, hey, we need another plan. Let's this is this is going to cause more harm than good. Go. Hold on. Let me get back to it. You don't need to be separate. Hold on. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Hold on. Agreed, Frank. All of that was out of yeah, pocket. But, you, but, but, but listen, you can't do that. Nah, stop it. Just stop. Don't interrupt the video for the comments. Right anymore. Because, hold on, no, pause it, Ali. Saying. Pause it. I'm saying, take that comment down. Take the comment down. No more Frank comments. I'm not doing it no more. Because you just two comments ago was disrespectful. You made an assertion. You made an assumption. Or some, 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 you just made an ass out of yourself when things got rough, you, which is BS. So now you don't get to come back with that. Go ahead. That. And because I don't think we need any more divisiveness, we don't need to be separated anymore. You know, folks, as a county party chairman, I'm just telling you, you all are the most independent minded, hardest people to wrangle together there is on the planet. Good gosh almighty. Go ahead, let it rock. But I Self love it, and I love the fact that we, we fight like cats and dogs. But when we leave out the house, we need to leave unified. Right? Hold on, pause it. Is that a, a foreign concept? It must be a foreign concept to some people that when as Republicans, as conservatives, even if we internally have issues, we need to leave unified. We need to know we're fighting against a common enemy. Not that may be other. a not each other. Go ahead. So look, I, I can sit here and tell you all the tens of thousands of miles I've driven. And all y'all know me and all the work that I've done, and I'm not going to stop doing it. But because I believe we need to move forward together, because I don't think we need not one more iota of dysfunction and divisiveness in this party, I'm going to respectfully decline and withdraw my candidacy for vice chair. Okay. Look at the evil white people Give them a standing ovation Look, Hold on, pause it Pause it. Look at all the evil slave owners Give them, Look at all of the descendants of the slave owners Come on Really? Listen, 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 listen Listen, Ali, Ali Now, can you explain, can you explain what you doing that just did for the party? Not in your words, though, but but from the people around the state that those phone calls that you've gotten and we're going to end here. All right. Fact of the matter is we stopped the fight before it even started. OK, it's like putting two siblings that are about to fight, pulling them apart before they even start fighting. 
The fact of the matter is we don't need, we don't have the time. The Democrats aren't taking no days off. They not over there fighting over who's the vice chair and the second vice chair. And I want to be the chair and I'm going to be the, and I want to be the chair. And I get that. They not doing that over there. What they're doing is they're pushing their radical. Oh, and, and, and for the record, when they doxed your family, you didn't quit. Mm-mm. When they lied about you and said you were a felon, you didn't quit. I didn't. When they, when they said he can't be a conservative because of a Muslim name, you didn't quit. So I don't know where this brother is getting this nonsensical idea that when things got rough, you quit. It's bullshit. And you're talking out your ass. Now we can end the show. All right. And Roger, uh, good. Roger asked a question. What's next for me? Um, Same thing I've been doing the last four or five years, bro. I got events coming up in Wilson. We got events coming up in New Hanover. We got events coming up all across the state where we're not going to Republican groups. We're going out to meet people where they are. We're going, we have a um, Charlotte Black Political Power Conference coming up. We've got Frederick Douglass Foundation events coming up. And two years- We got events at, listen, we got events. We got events in Rocky Mount coming up, North Carolina. And then as a company, we got things going on here in New York as well. Um, so we're going to be moving around. Nothing stops with what we're doing. We're going to keep promoting conservative values and our policy ideas to urban communities across the country. That's what we're going to do here at the Urban Conservative. And the train don't stop. And like he said, two years ain't that far away. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to or watching Top of the Morning, best 30 minute morning show on the Internet. Make sure you're back here tomorrow morning around 9, 930 ish. The top of the morning. Make sure you enjoy the rest of your day. And, uh, you know, be easy out there, folks. Peace and love. Have a good one, y'all. Peace. Just because you're black doesn't mean you have to vote Democrat. This year, in order to see benefits for our communities, we need to vote outside the box. Find out more by visiting us at TUConservative.com.